0: wonderful 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 work look at that we're like professionals uh i, I know rashley won't be on standby today as he has a delayed flight to uh katowice so i will have to stitch the audio together i i um, did have
1: um, someone uh, message me that offered to help it was one of the guys i did a podcast with the other day okay uh, if you are having struggles with that's it. good
0: news you know who else messaged me do you remember Who's audio it? jesus yeah ben yeah, Ben Cochran messaged me. He uh, Did he now? Did yeah, he listen to the podcast? Well, he said that he, he messaged me on Reddit, which is str- strange because he could have just messaged me on Instagram. Maybe I didn't reply to it the last Instagram messages, and that's why he didn't message me on Instagram. I'm sorry, Ben, if you are listening. Uh, but let me just see if I can find this here. He said he was reading... I don't know how fucking Reddit works. Uh, he said he was reading some comments in a thread about our podcasts. Uh, and saw that we were having issues and then was asking some questions because I've spoken to Ben before. That's Ben Ben helped me work out if I should buy the H6 or not because remember how I had all that gear yeah, I was traveling yeah, yeah. with for a while? Um, and obviously he knows audio. So there's plenty of people who are reaching out to, to give us some assistance here, which is fantastic. Um, He's Ben seems a little over, overqualified, I would say. Oh, I would agree. Cool. Uh, yeah. I, I would agree with that sentiment for sure. But uh, I'll, I'll take the help where I can get it. And uh, I, I guess this is where we can start with this episode. I did want to start with Moldgate for episode 10. Can we start with Moldgate and then go <laughs> Let's right Let's start with Moldgate. Because <laughs> mold Launders, Launders is dubbed it Moldgate. And I and I love the name, Moldgate. Everything's a great. gate,
1: every, every issue, everything that happens is a gate.
0: What was the original gate, Watergate? Watergate, yeah. Th- that's a bit of history for everybody playing that's at home. A, that's,
1: that's deep into American history, yeah. Yeah,
0: Nixon. you guys love gates over there, climbing walls, uh, everything. Uh, but, yeah, let's start with Moldgate. So if, if people missed it, Simple put up uh, a, a tweet, which was, I, I would say, is, was uh, scolding, would be <clears> the way <throat> that I would, would define it, uh, of, of some of the issues that he's experiencing at the hotel at the moment in Malta. And he ended up in a conversation uh, in, the, in, the, in the thread, and uh, somebody asked for pictures. So he sent a picture of the air vent in his room, which is probably also the air con, I would imagine uh and some some lovely black mold did you guys catch this did you catch mold gate I, I, I saw the photo yeah, yeah. what did would you between. make of it what'd you make of the what'd you make of the photo
2: I mean well what can you say like it's it doesn't look great <laughs> I don't know I know what you expect me to say no that's it's what I mold. want you to yeah, say it's black mold it, yeah it looks right? like it looks like some horrible thing is coming out of the vent slowly
0: now but that's, it, that's the thing mold right uh is where are we here? uh mold can make you sick it can uh it can get coughing itchy eyes like that type of stuff like if you're exposed to it for long periods of time right like that that's that's something that we've we've known mold exists uh in, in quite a few places jason are you a mold expert uh i'm
1: not a mold expert but i do have a little bit of experience i'd say some uh some like basic basic mold experience have you dealt with any goes.
0: mold when you've been renovating uh
1: not anything crazy but but yeah i mean obviously like behind like wallpaper and shit there's been there's been some mold and stuff and i mean you just always wear a mask and everything and scrape it off and clean it off and every, but i mean nothing nothing too nuts uh, you know I, I wouldn't really know i wouldn't really know how to identify you know how something is like a, a very dangerous mold mm. with like active spores or just like a stain of mold or whatever it might be
0: now this is the thing i wouldn't consider myself a mold expert by any means. However. I do consider myself a resident of Malta, and so does Malta. They consider me a resident of them, officially. Uh, I have a little card. It's got my face on it. I can be here for 10 years at, unless I renew it. It's, you know, we're, we we got this little situation going on. Now, uh, as someone who comes from a dry place originally, being Australia, uh, now I know not all of Australia is dry. There's definitely some, some very humid parts, and I would say that Perth, which is the part of Australia I'm from, is still quite humid, but comparing the humidity of Perth to Malta is comparing the yeah. gravity of the moon to Earth. Um, so it's it's quite different here. Uh, I've lived here for three years now. The air is extremely thick here, and I did have the culture shock of mold when I first moved. Um, it was just an uh, it was in it was in the air as just the general smell. It was in the place that I was living at with Henry and Alex. We uh, spent a day henry and i with some buckets and sponges and bleach uh de-molding a wall in his bedroom that was like legitimately that that's that's a couple of spoiled gamer boys doing some actual you know hard graft
1: rolling the sleeves up and going blue collar
0: yeah and then uh, in this place i'm in now uh there's even an issue and everybody might hear as the podcast continues uh, with the the building, well, the apartment above me having some issues with water ingress, and there's a jackhammer up there now attempting to fix uh, the irrigation issue, uh, because otherwise I may have some tidy mold in my roof. But a really, a real example for everybody playing at home of what mold's like in Malta. When I would go away for a one or two week event and I would come back, I have a pair of uh, Game Zero or Game Ones by Sennheiser. So the the cable is it's a bit more clothy. It's not a plastic cable, right? It's got a bit more of a cloth finish. And uh, when I come back, and this sounds disgusting, but this is just the way of life here, there is mold from one end of that cable to the other down to my PC. The chair that I used to have was a cloth chair. I'd come back and i have to demold the chair with mold wipes and spray uh, because I'd be gone for a week or two weeks and it would be covered in mold just because of the humidity in the air. And that, that, it sounds disgusting, right, guys? Like, have, have I just become desensitized? It does sound pretty disgusting.
1: Uh, I don't, I think it, I think, I think you've described it pretty well in that it is just kind of a fact of life based off where you're living and and the fact that as part of your life, you are just gone and absent for a while. And in the absence of movement and day-to-day check-ins and day-to-day cleanings like yeah like you you are going to get some mold every once in a while it's just it's just the way the way the world works my friend
2: that's some very detailed analysis jason i really appreciate that (laughs) you like that yeah you really broke it down like perfectly i wish i had that skill when i'm using the fucking telestrator
0: (laughs) (laughs) but i i just i kind of wanted to to be a a standpoint where like, people could go, okay, well, Chad actually lives there and he experiences mold. Because I was reading the, the Reddit thread last night, and there were people who were like, mold like that just doesn't appear overnight. M- maybe not where you're from, right? Like, that that might be a fair thing to say. And and I'm not going to say unequivocally one way or another whether that's humanly fucking possible or not. I just know that the, the there's a lot of moisture in the air here and that it is something which uh, does exist. Now, I don't, I'm not talking about the simple situation. I, uh, and maybe it didn't happen over
2: out. one night either. Who knows? What? Well,
0: yeah, well, look, th- this is the thing. Now, I I, I don't want to get into the details of that. I don't know. Uh, I'm not in a position where I can sit here and say to the viewer one way or another the, the scenario. But I know that being in a in a room with, with that next to a vent is a very bad look, and nobody should be in that situation. So hopefully, uh, I would assume it's been rectified at this juncture. I'm, I'm assume it was rectified immediately. Uh, so, so that is, is always a, a case. And I know Simple mentioned Ants as well. Ants is another thing that they, they just... Like the same as in Australia, they exist. Get, yeah, ants the exist.
1: Th- they're on my balcony. Uh, yeah, here at, in my hotel room, and I'm. And I mean, for reference, I think I'm just like five or six rooms down from Simple as well. Um, and I know I've heard some of the other players mention like a few a few ants around, and I think that's just you know I don't know. The Mediterranean. Factors.
0: We it's a it's yeah. a limestone island. It's not
1: like they're swarming or anything. If someone's, like, taking a picture and there's, like, an anthill in their fucking hotel overnight, then, yeah, that'd be an issue. But I think it's just a couple creepers here and there. And you never know if someone brought, like, a protein bar from the player area back and dropped a crumb in a corner. Like, what are you going to do?
0: I have, uh, I I try to be quite clean in my house. But uh, I've recently learned that there are ants that sneak out when I'm sleeping at night and they like to pick up any crumbs that I didn't vacuum from dinner time. And they courier them uh, into the, the second little office room I have here. So I found their home. And they are now dead, uh, but uh, they've been they've been existing. Uh, I murdered them. Right. I'm an ant murderer, I mean, ch- I had, yeah. Chad. How'd how you do? Did you guys?
2: spray your poison, uh, Chad? Since you clearly have an obsession with islands, and apparently you can only Live reside on, on an island, yeah. and albeit your you know primary island is a little bigger than your secondary and current island, but the question about the islands. So let's say if you were to exterminate all ants on Malta somehow tomorrow, okay. right? All right. Someone would have to bring ants from outside the island in order for the ants to reappear. Right. They can't just somehow like evolve from flies. I believe
0: we call that an invasive species, Janka. So, yes, I'm with you. We'd have to bring in an invasive species. That's why you guys
2: are so anal about like, oh, God forbid you bring a seed. I think it was a Simpsons episode or something that is like so imprinted in my brain when like someone comes from Australia or vice versa and brings like a grasshopper with them by accident or something like that yeah and then they destroy the whole crop and the whole yeah. like country like die you know it's like world war three over that shit so, yeah, yeah. let me the Simpsons let me, let me, are very uh, educative if that's a word the, that is true to obviously without
0: the war i am not allowed to travel on an airplane from perth to the eastern states with fruit wow that's really intense yeah because yeah, we don't want to take the little the bugs over right like that's the thing that's and I, I would know when we'd come back from trips for example if I'd go to Bali in Indonesia and I'd come back and we did like rafting or something outdoorsy and you didn't clean your shoes they if they op- if they check you and they open your suitcase and they got mud on the bottom of your shoes they'll take it aside they'll scrape it they'll spray it uh, if you have wood you're not allowed to, like you guys have all seen like the border patrol stuff right where people are coming oh, yeah. in from different countries and people are coming in from, from places in China with chickens feet and shit. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, they're, they're thinking they can bring whatever they want in. Australia's super strict on that. We're strict on the islands. I don't know if Malta's is strict in that regard, Yanko, but are we killing all the ants? Is that the plan?
2: Well, I was just wondering. I think it's impossible to, to get rid of them. Okay. And I think we also need them. There's the this thing, they're also like useful for some things, right? It's always like that. It's like the ecosystem. Yeah, like the bees or something. Yeah, yeah. The bees are really yeah. important.
0: So, yeah. Moldgate, can we get is to the, more of a fun conversation.
1: Well, can we get to the There's actually a, 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 There's another part of Moldgate that I don't think we've addressed yet. which, well, which is, was the other how, part of Moldgate? How would you How would you rate Simple's approach to handling the problem of Moldgate? Well, it got that, the job done. That was done, the didn't other. It? Yeah, but that was the other. That was the other complaint. Was that's the other conversation that always happens? Is should these things be just addressed like straight to the straight to the nuclear phase, straight to like the the social medias?
0: Well, let's let's think about this from our perspective for a moment. Like, yeah. uh, this could be,
1: cause that's how I think about it too, from, from our experience in the past.
0: Yes. But I think that, well, there's a couple of differences here when your megaphone is as big as simples, right? Like, is he, is he just carelessly making that tweet without, <clears throat> you know, trying to go through the proper channels or is this part of bigger issues that maybe he's been experiencing and this is just how it bubbles over. You know me, I'm quite, I can be quite an aggro guy sometimes and what I do end up, have the having the tipping point for is not always the thing that got me in that place in the first place it could have been other things that other transgressions i i always lean on the side that it's probably better to try and handle these things public uh, privately and then if you can't hi- handle them privately then then you go publicly right like that that's the that's the loaded gun you have that's the weapon you have there if you need to escalate uh and when you're simple and you have as many followers as he does you're going to escalate it Extreme, Your gun's always right? loaded. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- this is obviously a couple of the issues I had years ago with with Fallen and what o- not talking about the uh, what was their team name? It was Steel's team with like Vanity and and, and those those mm-hmm. blokes. Um, Chaos. And nope. yeah. yeah, and uh, well, it was also the Furious stuff that happened mid game where uh, there was like an issue with wanting to restart a round or whatever in a blast event, and then they tweeted about it, and then like just the horde of Twitter followers that Fallen and that that mob had would go after the Furious guys. Um, so I think like weaponizing your your fan base always has to be something that, that people think about. But I look, I don't know. i r I'm trying to be on Twitter and, and uh Reddit and everything HL T V less. So I'm not getting the full brunt of of it in my face. I read really it go oh, okay. And I just kind of move on. But I think if it was me when I was full obsessed and hooked on all those things all the time, it'd be a massive a massive deal for me right now i don't know how do you boys feel about this
2: i think this is like a five years ago six years ago sort of a scenario where a player goes public without even telling anyone about the issue and seeing how fast and quickly and easily it can be resolved right like obviously tos don't want to look bad in the public eye. some even put stuff in contracts like so that you can't um you know talk badly about them publicly or whatever so i feel like for me it's always like this you go to esl and you tell them hey there's this problem in my room and if they are uh you know quick about Discussive. it and no, they're quick about it and they get it done as, as quickly as possible and, and you feel like they've been helpful and they you know like it's not esl didn't put the mold there it's like you know like who knows what the problem is and i can guarantee you guys Tos nowadays they put players in really really nice hotels like it's not esl skimping on a hotel and putting in some fucking shithole right that there's dirt everywhere so it's like an isolated incident and then and if you feel like they haven't been like good about it you know they've been a little bit dismissive well then if you feel like you know you you i don't know have to take it public to get like eyes on it or get them to do anything you know, then that's like what you feel like you need to do. But to go and you know blast people on publicly without even telling them about the issue to begin with, like for me, that just feels like, come on, man. Like, you know, we're better at this than uh, than this at this point. And actually, the people, especially you know, from my experience being a coach, the player managers and um, like also just the the treatment of players and teams, it's like next level. Like what such diva requests exist that get you know honored and accepted and everything so I I feel like it could have easily been taken care of right and there was no need for all this attention for it really you know
0: the the stuff that bothers me about it is like uh when Uli uh, the flying DJ I guess for for everybody playing at home when he gets involved in like a a Reddit thread and he's trying to explain the ESL standpoint like when it's about the production stuff we've obviously spoken about this a lot like we 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 have had a lot of conversations about this, and and when those replies come in, they've stopped doing them now. It's like, oh, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna try and do better. Those those are gone now, right? Like, but when all in there actually trying to shed some light on the situation, and he just immediately gets shut down. I think that's to be expected, yeah. but it's just a shame when I see. And I hope it got downvoted to oblivion, man. Like because there was one of these repli- one of these replies here. That I was like, bro, what the fuck? Like it was just so unhinged, man. It, it didn't make any sense. Now, here we go uh hold up I, I'm i trying to find this thing maybe it did get removed but it was just one guy that was just like going off and it was it was crazy like he the type of language he was using and stuff I thought, like what is what is going on here like this guy's just trying to explain a little perspective on something um anyway I've kind of gone off on a tangent here but th- that kind of stuff it it's hard because I'm not I'm not gonna lie I'm not an ESL sympathizer at the moment like, uh, we're, we're definitely the, the ones who are out here talking about some of the issues that we've been experiencing with, with the broadcast and whatnot. It's just one of these situations is one that, I guess, from Yanko's perspective, was it warranted. Did it need to happen like this? Could it, could it have been avoided? And I suppose the answer is yes, considering uh, I, I imagine it fixed or fixed already.
1: I'm so, I'm so torn on this one. I, like, I, I don't even know the, the right answer to it um because i think obviously you guys you guys know over the years i've very much been one of the guys who like goes through the proper proper channels with with problems and probably gives way too much patience and way too much leeway and if you think back to like the early days of like the the traveling circus when tos were um all the tos were pretty notorious of not paying on time i remember being patient trying to go through the proper people to get paid we know three four months late um in watching some of the other guys in the talent team tweet out like that they haven't been paid and get like really active on social media and then their check comes like the next day like it's handled in like 24 hours sure so i have like a very weird perspective on this one where i'm like yeah you probably should go through the proper channels first but also on some level i am just like fuck that shit (laughs) you know burn it all to the ground go nuts um so i don't know it's 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 a I think this something like this could have been could have been handled easier. I think the pro- sure.
2: problem for me is the, 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 that nuclear option. It's always the most effective one, right? Yeah. But I think we all need to realize like we're all in this together, in a sense, right? And yeah. And we need to work together, and we need to do better. Like the players, also, guys, you wouldn't exist without tournament organizers. If it weren't for ESL and Blast to put these massive tournaments with prize money and in the arenas and bring value to the viewers then you wouldn't get paid thousands of dollars in salary, right? And you wouldn't get yeah. hundreds of thousands in prize money. So, you know, you shouldn't go... It felt like Simple went out of his way to shit on ESL, right? Like, in 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 a sense of... And I don't mean this by, oh, it wasn't as big of a deal to have mold in your room. Yes, but I think it, it, it could have been handled differently, like kind of step by step. And as I said, if then still you feel like, you know, they're not, they don't really care about your issue. And they're being dismissive as Jason said, yeah, then blast them. Right. Publicly that probably they they deserve it to that point, but don't go out of your way to, you know, create because you know, the people are just going to eat it up and well, not eat it up. Like it's something served to them, but you know, they're just going to wait to be like, Oh, look at this. This is the problem because there's been others problems. Like, you know, the audio issues here and some other problems, which people, and then it just, these small things add, add, add. And this is just, you know, the last kind of drop.
1: Also, I'll tell you, I've been at this hotel for the same hotel at Simple's in for, for two weeks now. This isn't like any, no one's going to point this out as like a symbol of, of luxury and treatment and comfort or anything like that. But this is, as far as events go, this is a good hotel. The rooms are a good size. Everyone's got a balcony. They have buffets at every single meal. Air conditioning works, which is, you know, better than better than the hotel we had in Germany. You know, the, the hotel in Germany didn't even have air conditioning. Sure. So, yeah. uh, so, I mean. You know, it's, it's, you've got, you got everything you could want. I think my only issue with my room is my, my shower clogs a little bit quick. So I got a flooded bathroom pretty much every morning. I'm walking in a puddle, but um, that's all shit that I can, that you can deal with for sure.
0: Yeah. I, I think, um, I think that these situations in the past, I, I'm on, I'm on the side of, yeah, look, let's, let's just try and solve these things privately. And I, I guess that's probably where it should, should still stand now. Um, I think as well, if, if it was as bad as what was being, said here and obviously mold near the vent is, is bad like i don't i'm not downplaying that but if it's a solution that could have been fixed i'm sure it would have been fixed right if, if they were notified about it but it doesn't seem to be we don't seem to be seeing complaints from a lot of other pros so does that mean that they're having problems and they're getting fixed so they're not needing to complain about it publicly or that maybe they're not having problems like i i i don't know i'm not staying at the hotel i'm staying in my home so
1: i've i've heard i've heard Not everyone is... I think there's there's not really... I haven't heard anything about, like, mold. Like I said, I think there were a couple players who mentioned there were some ants, like, on the balcony, and I have a few ants on the balcony, and... Um, that's kind of to be expected. It's outside, and maybe if you leave your door open, they wander in and come chase after, like maybe, a, like I said, a protein bar or something. But I haven't heard any like major issues um, from the players. I think the only players I've heard kind of complaining about it behind the scenes uh, that I've that I've heard about are players that I kind of already know from previous events to be a little bit more of like. Uh, not divas but like particular. sticklers and like yeah yeah sure. having like a higher st- you know a little bit of like a, a higher standard than maybe what's what's probably reasonable for the average esports event
0: yeah I, well i think another issue that also
1: is- does malta does malta even have like really nice hotels like this like this feels like a vacation island but like when i've like looked on google there's no like crazy hotel that i would be like this is like this is the prime real estate that we need to get to
0: yeah, I'll be honest. I don't think there's nothing here that's blowing me away in terms <laughs> of like I, I, like I see. This is the thing. I'm like bagging it's on. My probably heart one of those. Unf-
1: it's probably like one of those unfinished skyscrapers you guys got. You well, got there's a lot of those going
0: of around, right? There is. A, there's a lot of those. But like this, I I've stayed in some hotels. They're they're just they're fine hotels. Like they're not they're not yeah. a four or a five star hotel by the standard of places that I've had the 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 pleasure uh, of of getting to stay. in because of how fortunate we get in some of these places, right? Like when you go to a hotel room like the one in uh what's the hotel was it omni in dallas is that what it's called? yeah that that was super nice it's a baller hotel
3: like the bed is massive and like uh, that's an american
2: hotels thing the beds are always like in europe you don't get king size bed like you do in america it's like just queen size which we consider a big bed in europe you get a queen
1: size you get you get like a queen size bed in europe and then you get like a fucking twin size blanket to use that you can't really roll over around in
2: (laughs) Yes, which is can a you guys can it's you, so <laughs> unacceptable jason how could you ever that shit dude i'm not gonna lie that shit the tilts trip. the fuck out of me
1: i like dude. if i can't <laughs> roll over in my bed without the blanket sliding off my body i'm losing my shit I mean, even that's like you, a really if you can't that's it, where what
2: i what draw the, the normal line size human do <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly what do they do for those people and I also, it's
2: insane and even more the, the bigger problem for me is the crispiness of the bacon the crispness it's, un- of it's the bacon, unacceptable in europe Crispy bacon yeah, here. You guys
1: like you guys like soggy, floppy bacon. No one likes here. it. I don't know who, why they
2: make it like yeah, that. I, I don't know, know who
1: likes it like that. Isn't it a isn't it a isn't it the Brits who like that kind of bacon?
0: Well, yeah, but it's still it's the way it's cooked. No, so, yeah. so the, cut, okay. the cut the okay. cut of meat sure. is different, right? The okay. cut of you I think you guys have streaky bacon and we do like um is it back bacon? It's a bigger it's it's more meat, gotcha. it's less different just kind of fat. The pig. Yeah, but we still like it crispy to a degree. Right? like it has to yeah, it has to be the certain it can't be undercooked overcooked there's a correct way to do bacon i think people have just been doing it wrong we've got, a, we've, TikTok got a, videos. Yeah?
1: we've got a we've got we've got a long time on hotels can i suggest a way to transition out of this uh briefly? sure yeah I, uh why don't do you guys remember the worst hotel that we've stayed in at esports can you guys think of like the worst hotel experience at esports
0: uh you've had oh i oh is this oh are we telling stories
1: which is all time. Can you think of like the worst hotel you've been in for an esports event that you've yeah,
0: been Yeah, I remember, oh, see, this is the thing. It depends on how we're gonna define worst. I can define my worst accommodation. I think I maybe even spoke about it before. It was like the first Airbnb that ESL put me in uh, for like the first commentary, uh, analyst stint I ever did. So when I first came over, I was in Cologne, the, the 2016, was- 2016 Pro League Summer yeah the airbnb was already like a 45 minute tram journey to the office which in itself was like how the fuck is this happening so it was about 45 minutes away from the office via tram and back then you were taking the tram because you you weren't making money so i just started i just gone from being a player who makes two and a half thousand us dollars a month uh, uh before tax uh to then this gig and I remember I landed on a Sunday in Germany. And for those of you who don't know Germany on a Sunday, literally everything is closed. So I was sitting in the middle of, fortunately, it was fall. It was going into winter. I was sitting in the middle of like this park area at the Airbnb where I was meant to go with my Australian sim. So quite difficult to call people and very costly, etc., cetera, et cetera. No internet. Uh, trying to wait for the person who was meant to come and let me in. Now, she was uh, on the border with the Netherlands. She wasn't even there wasn't able to, to let me in, she was off doing something. So she sent out her mum, who was also uh, in the same place, on the border of the Netherlands, which is a two hour drive away, to uh, come let me in. So she drove two hours as I sat outside as just traveling 24 hours to come from Australia. And uh, eventually she gets there and turns out the place isn't clean. So she quickly goes in and gives the place a bit of a spring clean. And it's just like a single bedroom, flat with a bathroom it's very small it's just this girl's place that i ended up gonna live in for a month uh i was had no form of internet uh other than her like whatever the fuck it's called there the 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 modem people know what it's the fritz box that's the one uh and she didn't give me the wi-fi password so for the first like couple of and it ended up it was on the fritz box i didn't know where the fucking fritz box was for the first week I, I had to use my australian data the entire time this place was just like this smelly place and i ended up working out why it was smelly uh because under the mold? fridge, <laughs> not mold this is worse than mold gentlemen uh under under the fridge was a, a pantry but i didn't know it was a pantry i didn't get shown around the apartment the mum didn't speak much english uh which is fair enough i was in germany uh but that pantry which i hadn't opened for the better part of the three three weeks i was there for i think it was probably over a month stint i was there uh turned out that there was potatoes and onions and the girl had not been in that apartment for a very long time before i had gotten there so those potatoes and see, onions yeah. had quite literally right which had this smell and i just thought that the you know maybe the the sink was fucked or there was just a bad smell in the area this smell that was a putrid rancid fucking smell in the apartment Uh, had all these little flies around it now because they had uh, gone so moldy they decomposed so badly that it was like liquid liquefied yeah like Um, black yeah so I had to deal with with that and that that right there was that experience and because it gets better here's the cherry on top of this cake when I did eventually get internet uh, in Australia at the time there was really no way that I could get caught for torrenting in Australia like I could torrent shit. Like everyone used uTorrent and stuff back in the day. And uh, you'd, you'd be all good in the hood. But in Germany, guess what? I learned, boys. That's not the case. Uh, they oh, definitely yeah. know a whole lot about what's going on and where you're downloading from. So the poor girl whose place it was got a got got fine. She got a knock on the door. She said, you have to pay this massive bill for this shit you torrented, which obviously then went to me. But it had to go through Stuart Ewan because he's the one who had to book the Airbnb for me. I don't even know how that happened because he wasn't even in the fucking travel department of ESL at the time. Uh, so we ended up having to deal with all this crazy paperwork. So then I got a lawyer to deal with it. And uh, I ended up a still having lawyer. to pay. Well, it was the the one who's a Rogue now. I forget yeah, her Anna. name. Anna Balmain. Anna, yep. And uh, I still ended up having to pay, I think it was like 2500 dollars in uh in fines for, for downloading some some
1: uh was it worth it what tv show was it
0: was it like uh, new girl and arrow so it wasn't, no, wasn't worth it, it at it. all not worth it <laughs> anyway. so that was my That's worst horrendous. uh experience it probably wasn't the worst hotel but that was my worst accommodation experience in esports okay
2: hope Yanko, enjoy. you got
1: you got a, you got a you got a worse hotel well a bad hotel
2: well for me it's like fr- from the earliest events that i did too right so there was a t- when i did the first faces stuff in london they put us up like to share in some airbnb and i don't even it was like up the stairs and then you go in the apartment you go up the stairs you sleep on like the i don't even know how you call it right like the mini balcony i don't know but it's inside whatever so but i mean at the time i didn't really i was just happy to be anywhere i didn't care there was one obviously when i did the gaming paradise qualifier <laughs> that's where nico was standing in for g2 and simple was there with flip side <laughs> with blade hell. playing yeah um and yeah that was like some weird accommodation as far as i remember because it was all of this like it was sort of like like eight apartments there and that's where all the teams were where we were playing and and so on it was just strange like to game there right like it it was a little bit weird like that but uh couple of maybe hotels at one time at Starlighter when I was an observer, they put us like across the street in like some motel instead of the hotel where everyone else was. But I mean, back then you I worked so much that I would just go pass out and that's it. Like, I, I, you know, it doesn't yeah. really matter. It's just a bed at that point. And the heating was working. So I was happy with that. As long as the heating was oh, working. That's well, of the... course it goes without saying in China when I did <laughs> What was it, WESG? Was that the tournament that there were? So the first one was in some village with five million people in China, like an hour and a half or two hours from Shanghai. And they put us up at this Chinese five-star hotel, which is not the same as if you're in a, like, you know, five-star whatever, Ritz Carlton. Sure, yeah. So yeah. the hotel, like, it's, like, looks nice and everything, but the biggest problem is, well, this, the accommodation, I guess, no one speaks English. So it's like and the room service is just like kind of screwed and the internet is like not great. So it's like, and at that event, actually, we did spend a a, a decent amount of time at the hotel, right? The games were like weird. There was just one game a day on stream or something like that. And because I wasn't commentating, no, the desk was only for like the stage games and there was only one stage game a day because it was multiple games. So the casters would have like a lot of games, but you know, I was hosting the desk even at that point. So I didn't have as much work and I was just at this hotel, unable to communicate or get any food or do anything. Right. So it was, that was one of the worst all around experience I've had.
0: Jason. Okay.
1: You know, I'm I'm like you, Chad. I, don't, I can't really recall any kind of like nightmare hotel scenarios. There's there's definitely been like some some shit hotels,
2: but not anything. Well, good like... thing you brought this topic up then?
1: <laughs> well, I've I've, I've only had, the only I'm, I was just saying I'm like Chad. I have like a bad experience with like an Airbnb. Like again, it was the same thing. It was like the first time I had went out to LA for a pro league um, that ESL was was putting me up in, and they, they gave me an Airbnb that I was sharing with Blue. Uh, and before they or after gave after the dog. Before the dog, okay. Before, that's just so we know the which dog. which era. Before blue the dog, we're dealing before with. the scooter, before the Gucci, uh, this was like okay. this was like rookie rookie early blue, blue. Um, green, and blue, it was as you could it was, <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Well done, turquoise. Um, the the Airbnb was like it was in Koreatown. It was like forty five minutes to an hour Uber away from like the studios in Burbank, and especially if there was traffic, uh, the Wi Fi wasn't fast enough for Netflix. Um It was like loud and creaky. Like we could hear every footstep someone was making. The shower had no pressure. But the real kicker was like maybe like a week or two in to the stint there. Like the water and the power just turned off because like the landlord or whoever owned the building, like forgot to pay their bills for like months on end. So like course, I, yeah. I, I went to go take a shower and everything was just dead. And I walked out. We walked out to like get our Uber to go into the studio for that day. Un, unshowered. And all of the other like tenants of the building, of like the Airbnb building, were like out there as well. Like, yep, water's off, power's off. Like, you know, blah blah blah. So that was that was a weird, that was a shitty experience. I was I was frustrated with that one.
0: You boys ever experienced shelf toilets before? Shelf toilets. You're on PCs right now. Google right now, shelf toilet. Right. Take a look at this. So this is was common p- commonplace in a couple of the places I stayed. So in the apartment I had in Germany, that one on uh, straße the party street, I had a shelf toilet. But that wasn't the first time I ever experienced a shelf toilet. It's quite a confronting thing because...
1: Wait, it's just a toilet with a shelf above the... Uh, yeah, on the back? So, okay. so
0: you're shitting onto the porcelain. There's a slight yeah. little pud- puddle there, right? And then when you flush, it goes off the ledge like a waterfall down into the front. But the first time I experienced this was uh, Take TV. You guys know Take TV in Kraftfeld. Uh, we were there playing. This was back towards the tail <laughs> okay. end of my career. And uh, there was six, six du- seven dudes, because our coach as well, I think. I think oh, there was no. six, six or seven. The, this was the only toilet, right? A oh, shelf toilet. Oh, no. Oh, no, I tell a lie. There was two toilets. The other one was the size of a broom closet. It was a room where you could, like, as a guy spreading your legs, your knees would be touching the wall just to take a dump, right? So uh it was it they, they were interesting anything where you're spending a lot of time in a space with a bunch of other guys and you can't even shit comfortably that always makes for such a horrible living experience you don't want to be walking around holding one in all the time you want to be able to go and necessarily blast it out when you have to but when this is the apparatus boys you've never smelled your shit so viscerally as uh, you have <laughs> using a shelf toilet <laughs> you should try it once just <laughs> yeah. a it yeah
1: yeah, it lets you know. I'll never forget transiting through uh, through uh, Dubai or Abu Dhabi to go to Australia or, or back from Australia, and waiting. The bathroom was so backed up with people that I had to wait like forty minutes inside of inside of the bathroom as Jesus. the line to use a toilet, and then I got. I, the stall opened up and I just couldn't, I couldn't wait. And I ran in and realized it wasn't one of the toilet stalls in Dubai. It was the hole in the ground. Yes. And I was just like, Oh no, what have I done to myself? And and I was just, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, you know, I've been there before. I've never used a
0: squatter before.
1: Well, I use, I've, I've done some camping and hiking, so I've had to do the whole, like dig a hole and, and have a good time. So I was, you know, not excited about it, but I can manage the situation. It was just, it was just weird, you know.
0: I took a shit in the in the bush once, but never like you know there there was peaceful. It wasn't like a it was never. I didn't feel rushed. There was no you know there was no other feces around. It was just my own. Uh, maybe an animal feces.
1: But. And now that we've gotten to feces, shall we move on to the next Counter Strike topic that we have? Yes, to yeah, us? yeah. We'll
0: get to from feces to our tenth episode. Uh, so another steaming pile of shit. Uh, but uh, look, we, we've made it ten episodes, and I think uh, we we've mentioned this throughout. One of the keys for me when we, when we embarked on this project was just to do the consistency. And for a lot of people, that probably sounds like, well, yeah, it should be pretty easy for you three to get together once a week and have a chat. But all things considered, with traveling and schedules and when the games are happening and when the games aren't happening and other podcasts and trying to stay like a fully functioning adult, making sure we work out and reply to emails and get sun and drink water, it's not always going to be the easiest task to pin down three people uh for for any given time so yep. i think first of all we should give ourselves and uh, the listeners at home a round of applause for tuning in and for us actually getting here uh week in week out which means we've been basically doing this for 10 weeks so there you go guys. two and a half months that's not bad now this we've, I don't know. we've
1: tried many times before and we've failed many times before
0: it's true so uh i i, I suppose we've succeeded at that and i think with how dynamic the three of us Tend to be able to be with these things. Maybe the audio quality is not always perfect, but we try. Uh, we shouldn't have too many issues continuing to do this going forward. So we've we've achieved the first goal. Um, Step one. uh yeah, I, I'm happy with that. I feel like we've we've achieved something here. Well, so I think most importantly,
2: yeah. we're having fun doing it. That's I think that's why we're like we managed to do it like ten mold. in a yeah, like to to do ten in a row. So yeah, I think that's the reason for it.
0: Okay. So I I think at this point, and we don't have to get stuck into this too much as a conversation. These can be like some light, fluffy ideas that uh, we can put out there and then see what the people at home want to think about. I think going forward, so not for this episode, but for the next episode, uh, I'm going to embark on a learning learning journey, lads. I'm going to learn how to internet properly because I see a lot of requests for YouTube. I'm gonna work out how we are gonna put this audio up, get an image up of some variety, and we can start putting it up on YouTube going forward for episode 11 onwards. Uh, we also might need yeah. some graphics of some variety made because I don't know what we, we might... I know some people don't like the name, but this is just what Top Gun used to say when I was talking about counter. He said we were talking counter. So it sounds a bit different when you say talking counter and you drop the, the ER on the end, and it's more like an AH. Um, but I, don't, I think it's just a name. I don't think a name's important. Uh, I, I think wrong?
1: the names. I think the names reasonably important. I don't. I don't ha- I have. I, I. know we said. I think I said two weeks ago. Let's all come up with like two cool names, and we could just see if we want to. If anything grabs us. And I didn't think of two new names. <laughs> um, so so we, we so just
0: stick with this. Like I. We we can rebrand. I don't mind. Like we could just use the globally offensive thing that I did for a while with Henry and Alex, but that we didn't have the consistency or the longevity uh, to pull that off. And then we just used it recently for a Spotify thing. It's a much better name.
1: It is I do like globally offensive a lot better than than talking counter. Because we, we are
2: global. We are, we are three continents. True. Yeah. We are. Wow, that's not bad. So uh yeah, you
1: or you that. know tweeted us with name ideas, suggestions, put them in the Reddit comments, whatever, whatever And here's a funny feel.
2: story for you. That's how NAVI got its name. When they first made the team, there were I, I think they called themselves NAVI because, yeah, because of, of the, tribe, the right? because of the tribe from Avatar, right? And then they had people uh give submissions give ideas and they said just keep it navi but it stands for natus Vincere, obviously which means born to win and they were just like oh this is cool we'll we'll do this and zero gravity who was the manager for them by for the players end up being the ceo of the org and the rest is history as they say i it's hear the next
1: crazy. avatar is going to be absolutely wonderful as well um, I, t- I, I would like, I would like down the road, I would like, I think it'd be cool if we use, cause we have so much access to like different parts of the industry and different people in the industry. I think it'd be mm. cool. If, probably not every episode, but if we, if we grabbed like a couple episodes here and there where we pulled in someone from like a different, a different part of the industry for like, maybe like a 20 minute chat or 30 minute chat about their, their position and their role and their perspective on things. Sure. Um, educating ourselves
0: and the people at home. But yeah i think that could be sweet yeah i i would like to try and get a player who we are friendly with uh in an m- environment which is a bit more chit-chatty like this right because the camera's not on uh the opportunity with the player if we already have a, a decent rapport with them as well we could have a nice chat there's uh, some some people out there and, and hopefully not make it feel like an interview or they're being put on the spot in any way and right. it's just like a conversation so I'd like to, to try and see if we can find some names to throw into that hat. I can imagine like Justin in this environment would be a bit more of a chatty cathy, uh, all things considered. He right? speaks? Just, yeah, sometimes <laughs> you have to you know you have to give him a Mars bar and get him a coffee. Oh wow, no, he'll, he'll no,
2: not a Mars bar. Who likes Mars bars? Well, they
1: is, don't have the nuts, egregious. man.
2: A lot of people don't that like
0: is. the nuts in the Snickers bar.
1: Yeah, but if you don't have that if you don't Snickers have a Snickers bar is like a meal though. The Snickers bar is the the top shelf candy bar, uh, but if you don't have the contrast of the nuts, like you're just you're just eating this like so, uh, that's I can't even think about that. So uh, okay, that so uh,
0: let's use this then. Imagine we're currently in Mars bar form and we want to become a Snickers. What do we need to do to become the Snickers? So we, we okay. said YouTube is one. You said experimenting a bit more with the with the actual podcast itself in terms of the the, the content and the guests and whatnot. Um, yeah. Do we bother with a social media channel because that's the whole thing that someone has to manage, and I, I think it's so much work. I think we can promote it from our socials. That's fine. the The thing itself can exist as its podcast on the podcast platforms. I, th- I don't need it to become a whole fucking. I think it's. Thing.
2: I think it can be. I think it can be worth it because it's something we can just hire someone to do for us. Right. And you know, if you're thinking it's a hassle, right? Like someone can do it and I think these platforms like TikTok, for example, for that and having one two minute like bits for people that they can just as they're scrolling through like, you know, random shit during the day and that pops up, I think it can get like maybe more eyes on it and just why not? You yeah. Know? if it gets I'm with, I'm with if, I, if okay. it's on a level where it's worth it right like
1: but I don't I don't think we're I think we need I think it needs to get a little bit bigger before I we agree. need to concern ourselves with that one thank you for think some, some good stuff the
2: about
0: YouTube shorts though I was see- someone was saying I watched a video because this whole Twitch thing that happened at the moment where the everybody's going to be on 50 50 blowing right up the industry year. yeah it's, ca- it's kind of changing all the things and they were talking about monetizing YouTube shorts and before it was like a bonus system and now you're actually going to be anyway getting into the weeds there but that kind of stuff is interesting. It's like, I've never really thought of myself and I still don't like these wanky terms kind of bother me a bit like brand and influencer and all this kind of stuff. It's like just a couple guys talking about something we like, you know, but then when you want to put it into to to sponsor speak, then you have to use this shit like fucking out. Yeah, I mean, we're not,
1: we're not really enough of like emotional messes, I think, to really care about being influencers. Yeah, that's that's a key difference.
2: It's so much work trying to influence people. I left my emotions
0: behind as well, so that's that's probably a foreshadow. The only emotion I have is anger. Um, Like today,
1: to get to be to, to be an influencer, it seems like you need to have like a crippling gambling addiction. You need to be stealing money from followers and viewers and, and other streamers. you need to be doing a whole lot of weird things. There are a mm-hmm. lot of dramas
0: and we seem it's to avoid- a lot of drama. As long as we can avoid most of those, that's what I'm looking for. Just avoid. Most. I feel like
1: I feel like did you guys ever I never watched it. do you ever guys ever watch like the fucking like real world like the like the MTV like bringing in like reality television in like the early 2000s? I feel like that's what streaming has become. Oh, yeah, I, like, like every time brother. i tune into a streamer yeah i'm just like why why am i watching that like this shit is so gross this is so disgusting like <laughs> even like even just like like so I, I don't know it's 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 odd just to watch i'm like why would anyone want to have be putting this shit out because the it world? makes
0: people feel better about their lives right like uh, sometimes some i like i don't know why i do know why they're doing it like the drama farming right it, they, they get more views they get more views well they get more ad revenue they get more ad revenue they get more subs right they can, all of these things, basically... And it's their lives falling apart for our entertainment. That's the trade-off, right? Yeah, but ab- every trade-off. time
3: I've
1: had our, my personal or, like, business drama, like the Bardolph thing a few weeks back, like, that actually, like, makes me physically in pain. Like, I don't want to have that shit out there. and I don't know how you could ever want that to be to be your thing. You I know? guess it's
0: just their life, though, right? Like, we, we don't... They... they they create like all these groups and stuff and, and they, yeah, you know, like, look, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I know I, I'm not on the inside of that. I, I don't really understand how the, how the whole thing works. I think streaming is exhausting in itself. Like I, I don't mind turning it on and playing games, but I try these days when I stream to not have the webcam on um, because like you get people coming in and, like, why no cam? It's like, well, cause I because I, man, I <laughs> just want to play a game, you know, like, and it's like, well, then why are you streaming? It's like, well, because... I want to show you guys I'm not <coughs> completely terrible at Counter-Strike too. Sometimes I succeed and sometimes I fail at that miserably. But, uh, uh, you know, th- it's it's one of these things. I don't know. I'm never going to be in the mind of these multi-million dollar streamers. I, I can never, I'm not, I'll never be as rich yeah. as them. I'll never have the following as the, uh, that they do. And I, it's fine. It's I, and that's not worth cool. it. No, I like my thing. Remember, I think stay in your lane, yep. right? That's, that's, my, that's yep, one that's of my one of Yeah, that's one of the new things. Yeah. in the fucking lane. Um, okay, I guess we can talk more about what we're going to do uh, we we can get the rebrand going. We can do some of that stuff. Use some of the old assets I have. I have that nice little graphic made. It's a nice. I think logo. I think perhaps
1: graphics for like episode releases on for Twitter and everything like that, and Instagram would be good to go down that road. I think that would be like a good next step to start looking into. Come up with like a, I don't know logo colors, color scheme, and all that. Get some get someone on that case there. That could be interesting.
0: Yeah, well, I've got the globally offensive logo right. Uh, where is it? I've got it right here. Let me put a link in chat for you guys. And I should even still have all the old accounts and stuff where I just have to find it. So right there, that's the logo. I have that. So we already have and I I, I paid good money to get that made. Good cool. money. We may as well use cash. Out. Fucking cold hard. Huh, all gosh. right.
1: Let's uh let's move on to real CSF. Right? Yeah. yeah, because I got I got about forty five minutes before I gotta go down to Media Day. That's and, perfect, uh, Jason. Talk to players.
0: That is exactly what oh, we need. Oh, no. Uh okay. <laughs> So <laughs> we finished, we concluded Group D, right? So for those people who weren't paying attention, the Pro League group stage has just come to a close. Four weeks, uh, obviously the play-ins, if you add that on top, that was a week uh, much earlier on. So that's five weeks in total. We had uh, for this Group D, Cloud9, Fury, and Liquid Qualify. Uh, what we can do here, I think, gentlemen, is we can talk about the bracket, and then we can talk about what happened in Group D to those teams when we reference them in the bracket. Because if we sit here and talk about all those results, maybe we'll get a little bit bogged down uh in, in the weeds there so uh the 12 teams that we have qualified are fury outsiders navi heroic liquid Fnatic, complexity phase cloud nine mouse g2 and vitality uh the last four teams i mentioned vitality g2 mouse and cloud nine are already in the playoffs now the playoff dra- bracket was drawn last night jason you and well actually both of you were there uh, jason you were on the ground and yanko you were on the desk uh, it was a pretty convoluted situation last night with the bracket but i'm glad it was done publicly right so people can see what goes into this it's not just people just going let's put this team here like it's actually oh there's a reason for all of this
1: yeah, I, I think that was that that was cool. Uh, I really I really enjoyed that. And I've I've we've enjoyed it. We kinda touched on this I think in a previous episode too when we talked about like the old Swiss system where E League used to do the draw on stream publicly as well, or yeah, at we least publicly sick, for yeah. the players. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's I think it's super cool. I think it's a lot of fun to watch that. And I think that's uh it's got a lot of drama and I think I think ESL's main priority. Um, was to add that kind of element in and then also kind of give a little insight to make sure everyone actually sees it happen and doesn't think anything is actually, you know, no one's pulling the wool over your eyes or anything like that. So um, that was cool. Uh, I think it went well, all things all things considered. I think there's obviously some ways it, it could be better. Oh, there's a million um, ways it
0: could be better. Everybody on yeah. site would probably be the first one. Uh, that would <laughs> yeah, start that with. Would- wow, that, that, that uh, applies itself to a lot of things almost oh, everything yeah. that we've yeah. been having issues with the broadcast actually
1: I'll, I'll say one thing i didn't like about it uh but i think this is not so much with like how they presented the draw and it, it's more just how they've uh, how they decided to do the draw i don't I, I if we're gonna do these draws like this man i just wish uh, same thing i said a few episodes back as well again about the swiss i'd like it just to be more random like i don't like that they drew four teams and then you could just figure out where everyone else is going based off like the pre.
0: What's well, meant to the be the fairest preceding. way, right? It's meant to give. It's it's meant to give. I see a conversation being had at the moment about oh, why is it judged off of the seating at the start of the tournament as opposed to based off the groups? But then how do you know based off the, like? Th- there's a lot of conversation to be had about that. Now this is the thing I would prefer if it was a bracket where nobody skipped to the quarterfinals, right? Where nobody yes, skips the step. Yeah, for sure. I would prefer this just to be, and I know I that means that. that more teams would go through but I would just prefer it to be a 16-team single elimination bracket. It's fucking super simple, right? Like I understand that means more games and more days. I understand all those factors, but I hate these things where teams are skipping through in different points. And I understand you want to incentivize where you're coming in the group, but apparently people don't give a fuck about that. And that's why we have a lopsided group right now, because the teams who were the best in their group didn't all top their group, namely Na'Vi and FaZe. Uh, So people see it and go, Yeah, but that's that's also
2: going to be the case quite often in these round-robin like group stage games, no?
0: yeah because there's going to be upsets like it it, it happens I and think it, that's
2: the cool nature of it as well and these teams won't care as much as long as they're in the playoffs because they feel like at this point you know as long as they get to the playoffs they can run the bracket right like they can beat any other team right if you're phase and Avi. yeah sure it, it it would be nice to have maybe but i don't i don't even want to say it would be nice to have a, a game off because you know that one game can be sort of a warm-up for you like phase is going to beat complexity easily and they haven't played since group b which is two weeks so they will have you know that one game to kind of get back into the competitive vibe and then the cloud nine game will most likely come next and you know if it was cloud nine coming to them after cloud nine has played five games in group d and yep. one game in the you know round of 12 or however we call it well then you could really think wow maybe they can like get maybe they can maybe they have something going they pick t side as well on the maps. Uh, where their opponents pick the map right so maybe they can really catch phase of guard potentially right snowball the game or something along those lines
0: yeah no i agree with that sentiment i was thinking that today i was like man <laughs> what you hate, gotta t-
2: yeah what i hate about your idea though is like that would mean four out of the six teams like go through to the playoffs which is like yeah it's too many too many yeah yeah, yeah. So then the only other way would
0: be only two teams from each group go through and then we do uh, few. an few eight an eight team but well, that's the problem right so i don't know if there's a solution for well, there isn't in a bracket format yeah, for
2: finally fu- funny how most competitions have either 16 or 32 teams yeah wonder why that is yeah
0: that's usually a pretty good <laughs> reason <clears throat>
2: well technically we do have 32 teams right with all the the
0: play-in teams as well chill yeah, but i don't want to expand it because then it's going to die it'll
2: dilute the major starts qualities. with the rmr okay give them yeah. the stickers too yeah. <laughs> is that I, Yanko, the next step or that'll be the case
0: should. next year mate watch me be the prophet you can, we'll re- return to episode Chat, two, everyone it, Chad, everyone
2: knows Chad, everyone knows you're not the prophet you just have inside info stop Ooh. trying to sell us on that
0: i want to i want to look i want to look like a prophet oh, actually jason's the prophet jason yeah. the prophet at all jason moses the prophet tool uh, he's got a of I know you guys have tweaked it.
1: that one a little bit. Uh, interesting.
2: Uh, look, it's for public consumption. Uh, <laughs> but group D. Jason, group, I'm sure you D. I'm sure I'm sure Jason, you're all excited because Evil Geniuses won two games and NA is back and Liquid made the playoffs and beat Cloud9 am I right? Yeah, baby. It's great.
1: Uh yeah, I mean I think well, I mean touching on EG quickly. Uh, that's obviously like you, you can't not be happy about it's that not they at be least quick. look... They at least look like they had a little bit of life in them. They at least look like they exist in the server like this event, which was great. That was cool to see. Um, I'm, I'm glad Liquid went through, but I mean, I don't I, like it's it's it. I don't know. It's still so frustrating. Like, I you can't expect to become one of the best teams in the world and, and be a like you can't you can't have this level of playing up to opponents and playing down to opponents. You can't be taking those upset losses if your team lic liquid like I, that that's so crazy. And it wasn't even like the loss that really bothered me. It was like just watching them play. It was watching that game against Eternal Fire and feeling like they weren't actually fighting back for 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 some of it, for some of that Inferno, especially. It looked it, so bad.
0: It was the first time I've seen your kindle. Look defeated since he's been in the team right and that was the feel. that was the look on the face that i had with the older rosters when i watched like everybody just dismay right and ukinder was like face palming and rubbing his face and stuff and unfortunately that this falls on him but this is always the case with the emotional individual in the team who is the one that brings them to the greatest heights is also going to have to try and maintain that because the rest of them don't have that about them right that the the, the team is not built that way
1: and and this is they still haven't solved the issue and it's the it's i mean i know it's kind of for me, it was a focal point when I was, as a coach is they still don't like seem like they can create like an emotional, like an, an, like a goal, a focus in these matches where like, there was almost like that's a match where eternal fire had everything to play for in terms of surviving in the tournament to get a chance to go to the playoffs and liquid. were probably going into that match sensing, like, you know, we're, we're just on our route to playoffs. Yeah. Maybe this will be tough, but they're not any, they're not any crazy top team. Um, they're not thinking we're going to coast, but there's no like emotional driver. There's no goal, uh, um, that's gonna like give you that full-blown focus that you need to actually actually win the game And another thing like too, like that that that's gonna have to be the turning point Like you can is gonna have to like figure out how to instill something like that into the team Because if they don't have like a clear-cut thing to play for like like that team has always had a, had trouble trouble finding like an emotional center to have everyone Focused wait, wait, and everyone wait. at full intensity
0: Jason are you saying that they can't rely on you going plus 22 every series? <laughs> is that what you're yeah. saying?
1: That's what I'm saying. I, you know, that 40-kill that, that 40, 40 game to get him into the playoffs was crazy. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think too, I think part of it, and Chad, I think you're going to love this. Um, if, when we get to the RMR and we get to the major, because they're surely going to be asked about it and they're surely going to have opportunities, I, I hope they have some conversation internally. I hope someone pulls them aside and just says, guys, for the next month... I don't want to hear a fucking word about NA being tough to practice in and not having good enough teams to practice against and improve upon. I think it's time. That that team is going to have to change the conversation and the talking point about that. And they have to do it to themselves first, which is the hardest part. But go into an event and someone asks you, hey, what's it like being in NA where teams aren't as good and it's hard to find solid practice and be like, we're not going to talk about that now. Like, we're at the major and we're the best fucking team out of North America and we've been the best team in North America for the past three years. And we're coming this into this event to make the region proud of what we're going to put out there into the server and proud out of the deep run that we're about to make, and we're going to overcome those obstacles, and it's going to make us a better team for it. And I just, like, they, they, the conversation within that team has to change. And it actually, it, it, it did hurt me a little bit when I saw Yekindar give that interview to start the group, where he said the same thing. He's like, "Yep, everyone went back to NA, so we didn't get any good practice, and everyone dropped off individually." And I'm just like, "Fuck, not you too!" Please, for the love of God, like, they, 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 that has to stop being a crutch.
0: I, I don't, I think I, I like it. I do like it. But I guess the reason they're saying it is because that's their reality, which is the unfortunate truth. But I, I like that you're saying that, hey, like, fuck the reality. Like, you just have to perform. Like, yeah, you know what you need to do to, to perform. So, so do that.
1: No one has sympathy for that when you lose a match to Eternal Fire. And, and, and you know, even, even when they were saying it when I was there, even when they were saying those things when I was there, we would play at North American events and we wouldn't win them. So it's like you you, do, you lose a, you don't have the same leg up that you think you have, and no one gives a fuck that that you think that the talent and the players in NA are shit.
2: I mean, I can I can feel feel for them a little bit in a sense of when I was coaching MIBR four years ago, there was way more teams in NA, right? But still, yes. if you would you would do a map cycle with Liquid with Cloud Nine, maybe like one of the Brazilian teams, and after that, like it, it it gets worse and there's and it gets redundant if you play those teams more, but again i agree i'm with you 100 percent. that's not an excuse if, if that if you can't you know scream as as much high quality as you could in europe then find another way to get better right maybe work more internally do more reviews theory craft a little bit more right but do it properly if you if you're gonna say yes but that doesn't help as much as playing good teams then go to europe and spend more time in europe until the scene like develops then you're gonna say oh, but we travel so much, we want to spend some more time home. Listen, dude, no one said it's going to be fucking easy. You want to be a world champion, you want to be the best, you have to make fucking sacrifices, right? Like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Either you're going to go to Europe for now and commit more time and play at the highest level and be a contender, or go back to NA and be shit and, like, be quiet about it, right? And uh, uh, until things go better. Like, I, I just hate that part of it where you're like... Oh yeah, things are more difficult. And you have, Liquid is giving you the opportunity to spend as much time in Europe as you want, right? Bring uh, your girlfriend, whatever, if that's going to make it easier. I'm sure they have that option too, right? So it like, f- makes it a little bit easier, I guess. But you can't have it both ways. It's as
3: simple as yeah. that.
2: And and, 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 you, and you're getting a pretty good fucking bargain. Let's be honest with that. Even if you're spending a lot of time in Europe, like getting paid a lot, the facility is fucking amazing from what I could see. In yeah, it's incredible. uh, in in YouTube, tr- you have your fucking chef. He can make you whatever you wanna eat. You, you have like anything you could wish for there, right? And you're just still playing Counter Strike for a living. So you know I, you need to face like there's there's other people out there. You, you're like the w- lucky one percent.
1: And and like I, it's it's a hard conversation because like it's it's weird because they are they are right. But I think the longer they keep bringing it up and keep making it a talking point around the team. I think if you if you change that and you turn it into the fact that you know this is all about finding some way to motivate yourself to like be able to to step up and, and, and have good like and not play down to the level of your opponents, which I think they've, they've struggled with for a long time. Um, you just need to change that conversation. And it can't even be something going on within the team because I, like, I don't think players quite realize, and you know, to be honest, I don't think it's something I even realized until later in life. That's going to, that's going to, you're going to like manifest, like just like if you're just constantly saying that shit internally and you're saying it in interviews and everyone's bringing it up and all your players are talking about it whenever they're asked, like, yeah, you are going, you're going to play worse. Like if you, if you actually turn it around and use it as a point of pride of instead of saying na's shit and, and it's hard to, like get good there and instead you just say yeah NA's NA's shit but you know what we're the best team to come out of the region and we're going to make sure that as long as we're around we're flying the banner for the region and we're putting up the best performances in the world for the region like use that as something that you can cling on to and the team can gather around and the team can be proud about Uh, and and they don't don't seem to, to have that Um, which scares me.
2: But it's also like that shit, it does sound corny, like some of the stuff like, oh, we, not me, there's no I in team and whatever. But there's a reason why every winning culture or a franchise in sports like has that shit and it's being repeated on a daily basis by all of your like seven of your coaches, whatever, right? Because when you say it by yourself one time, it just sounds like a little bit corny probably, right? But when it's getting repeated all the time, it becomes a part of your identity and how you look at things right and that's how you create like a culture and that's how potentially you change your culture right and people don't understand that that those little you know complaining about this shit here and then about this other shit there like that's like a virus and it just spreads and you know you become you create a culture of complaining and whining instead of you know working to get better and then striving for excellence or whatever it is
1: and, uh, you know, that's, this is to bring it into something a little bit more tangible with Team Liquid and Group D as well. Wh- what happened to OC, man? What happened to OC this event? I'm not Where'd sure.
0: I do like Maui and Blair were talking about on the desk that he's not facilitated. They were talking about him on the CT side of uh, Vertigo, and he was the one throwing. I, every time I, I saw him after they had this point and they brought this point up, is uh, he was just being used to throw utility a lot of the time. Uh, he it, it wasn't like him going in for the picks was the focal point and and i question now i, I sit here and i go well is he expecting to be jane right like is, is that what is expected of him within this team to or like jane Play because well but no, that's the thing so okay so if then that's not the case well he's not going to be facilitated with the opening fights who's looking for opening fights all the time you like there's not even a question mark like I, I think there were certain circumstances where OC was looking for fights and just failed. Like, there were some games where I swear NAF had more orb kills than him. So, I don't know if it's how he's being used. I don't know if it was just a bad event, right? We're going to find out very soon. But he, they cannot have him function the way he's functioning and be a successful winning team. That's, I think, that's the problem fast. is
2: also the way Liquid is playing right now. They're, they're not gonna do much, uh, you know, the way they've been playing outside of maybe the Cloud9 game, I'd put Fnatic over them in, in that first game, you know, and for them, that's not good enough. If someone like EG managed to just make the playoffs, that would be a huge success for them, right? But for Liquid, they have, you know, bigger appetite than that. And to lean over towards EG now, if you guys are okay with it, like... Yeah, we can talk about Obviously, it was a positive showing for them, considering how grim things have been for a very long time right it was something like what did we say like 547 days since they last won a match in pro league right Uh, and when they were you know playing well it looked good you know some players individually breezy i I think he still got it right and i also like that they were getting pumped on camera right like the body language it was better you could tell they were invested in -hmm. the games Uh, they were really good at pistol rounds and opening up games right they had a lot of success there and still, somehow, people are going to, like, present it. I recall them out a little bit, Kasad and me, like, on, on, on different segments, right, for what's going on and also their, you know, structure and, like, people coming in and out. And even Warburg, in an interview, it was a little bit confusing when he was saying, like, yeah, well, I'm the coach. Well, Valens, he's my boss. Malik is also the coach. And, you know, there's not enough time in the day for one person to do everything, so we're all doing a little bit. It's like okay, it's great that you have multiple people helping out and you have analysts and whatnot, but who is the guy that the players, like, you know, listen to? Like, who's the responsible, who's the one who has the responsibility, right, and the accountability at the end of the day, right? So that part of it was a little bit confusing, so Valence was memeing about that. But then I see, dude, the a tweet from him yesterday where he's, like, uh, under pressure, we played many competitive maps at EPL, It's great to see when our efforts in practice show up on the server when it counts. Excited for the RMR. And I'm like, wouldn't showing up when it counts mean you beat FURIA in the last game to qualify for the playoffs? (laughs) Isn't that like when it counts? And not just, I mean, they beat Eternal Fire and Movistar, the two teams that also didn't make the playoffs. Right, they're below them and again for how eg and how things have been going in the eg counter-strike division this is a success for them right and it's going to give them some confidence coming into the rmr that they have a decent chance of making it to the major which is a massive success for them with mm-hmm. how things have been going right but let's not like get ahead of ourselves here and like start high-fiving each other and being like oh yeah things are fucking, like amazing and eg is back you know like I
0: I think the framing you just gave there at the end right is the framing that I'm looking at this with right because I haven't bothered getting on like the mega harsh train for eg with this roster situation I think it's been mismanaged I think they're trying to fix that now they're doing something that no one's done before in the way that they have this these 15 players so uh, this is an experiment, and I'm not going to sit here and go one way or another. Like, this could be the future. This could work, right? It's the batch of players they have at the moment that is the issue, and it, some of those decisions led them to where they are now. But the framing you gave at the end for EGCS division, this those the results that they got just being Ws, uh, even though they didn't qualify through the group, is a success for them. And if they get to the RMI and they qualify for the major, that's the next success. They're not, they're not like, I don't see, I don't frame them as like, oh, they're gonna win a title anytime soon. For me, it's just incremental, slow success. So where I peg them in my mind in the Counter-Strike world is very low uh, for a prestigious organization such as EG. But my expectations are it's gonna take a lot of time for them to get to where they wanna be. And I, I think where they wanna be is probably just consistently a top 20 team in the world. I, I think that would be my goal for the end of 2020, uh, 2022. I wouldn't be aiming too much further past that. If I could get EG to being a top 20 team, I would say that would be a success considering where they find themselves now. But in terms of what you're saying, Yanko, like we need to make sure like we're not saying EG's back. and they get, Like I, I hope that people aren't thinking that. I hope that people aren't uh, over, over-exaggerating what the capabilities are. If they do have some crazy results, fantastic. They've surprised us all. But it's definitely going to be an uphill journey here um it's it's
2: it's definitely gonna take time yeah and also I don't know I I said this as well I don't know what deal Kassad has with Cirque like how much Cirque is paying him like for the shit he's saying on the desk that guy's washed like you know get mantu in there (laughs) instead of him whatever like he I don't think he can compete at any level Kassad is convinced he can like if he comes back to Europe and plays with like Bulgarians or I don't know what you know, or, or some international team in Europe. He he even said like it ends, uh, but I think this was like to me privately not on the desk. So <laughs> he's done, but Breeze is good. Automatic, I like him. The rest of it like is more or less fine for now. But that shit yeah, probably the, fly probably, no
1: the probably the best look at next uh, Hex or Hexton Nealon that we've that we've had yet within that team. let's say the, the
0: second time we've seen them in this type of capacity, right?
1: Yeah, true. That's fair. Yeah, blast last week uh, or a couple weeks back. Um, yeah, I would say the same thing. I think it, for me, it's like I'm not I'm not jumping for joy or anything, but it gives me a little bit of hope that they can they can do some work at the at the RMR and see what happens. But I mean, um, I think you got to say I mean, as much as you know, you could probably criticize the EG project going on. At least with this main roster, um, things seem to be headed in the positive direction. Like we don't know quite sure. yet where rosters two and three are fitting into everything, um, but the main roster is looking good. And I think one interesting thing too would be like if I'm EG, if this is like a really the project you're running here's an idea. like w- would you not invest in Wardell if he's actually serious about coming was to he serious about it did he even stream? I, I don't actually know. I know he
0: tweeted I don't know if he, uh, he I could have just been I don't know if right. he streamed
1: yeah he might have been he might have just been going for interaction but like I mean even if that's the case wouldn't it be worth the conversation like reach out to him and be like hey were you joking or is this serious like we would if you're serious let's have a conversation and throw him on one of the rosters and say, "Hey, look, we want to put you on this roster uh, until the end of the year. We're going to pay you. Um, let's see where you're at in two to three months, and let's see where you're at for the next season that's going to begin coming up in what end of January, you know, whatever it might be, and give him that avenue." I want to say if something
2: because. Oh, sorry, sorry. Finish.
1: I was just saying then. Then you have then you have this then you have an offer who, if Sir continues to struggle. You have an opera who's shown that he had a lot of potential that was very promising before the move to Valorant, and if he's if he's takes that three months and runs with it, you can just slide him up to the main roster, which is exactly what the the other two rosters are for.
2: And I'm going. To, I just wanted to say, like all these like guys now that want to come back to CS from Valorant and whatever that didn't get like spots in the franchise teams or whatever, I'm perfectly fine with people coming back. You know, like oh, the event didn't work out, but please, for the love of God, just don't come out and say valorant always felt didn't feel like the real thing like cs was always my game or something like that shut the fuck up come back into the fold come back to the you know real game get a spot on a team be great be good get paid i don't care i'm not gonna say anything about that but don't be like and pretend like you didn't go there and if you weren't you know if you didn't get a spot on a team or something that you wouldn't have stayed in valorant so let's not you know do any sort of that yeah. fucking pretending it's unnecessary no one cares that you went you probably made the right decision to go just as it's now the right decision to come back so just get on with it play the game be good it's all fine
0: oh that's a nice that's a nice welcome back that's that's to the point as well all right um with North America boys do we want to put a pin in them and talk about this bracket as a little bit of a broader conversation here or do we still want to because like with Absolutely. Mavi and EF like EF's had some exciting results recently because of all the officials they're playing for. Oh, yeah! I, I, yeah, I have <laughs> wow. one thing. That's exciting. That's No, I, I had one.
1: Other, I had one other thing to say about that that ties in with with some Liquid stuff from earlier because I remember after after they beat Liquid, um, this was also something I tried to do when I was a coach there. You know, we had Eternal Fire playing in that Liquid series, and they played what like I think it was like two best of ones earlier in the day before that series or something like yeah, that, yeah. or a best of three before that series, and like every day they were playing games before they actually went into their pro league games. Um, and I remember when Haku asked him like what it's like doing that. And he's just like, well, it's great because we actually, I mean, you obviously warm up inside the server and everything like that, but you're, but you're also warming up like, I, I think with his, with his like uh, English second language, he said like, you're warming up your, your jaw or something like that. Like warming up the communication essentially between the team. And that's something that liquid always had had an issue with too, is like a very slow, quiet start. Sometimes communication and energy wasn't quite there out of the gate. And yeah. Uh-huh. That was that was something that I tried to bring in for a while with the team was playing a scrim before an official series um, that the players hated, uh, but it was one of those things where it was like guys, you have to you have to actually warm up, actually having to compete with each other because you, you start so slow in these series. So I thought that was like a really cool thing where uh, you know I don't know how every team in the scene and some teams probably don't need that kind of a warm up, but that that's a very real thing that 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 those games ahead of time even if they are competitive and close and make it into a long day. It obviously, I, I feel like gave gave Eternal Fire a huge boost towards the yeah, end of the H- group stage. Help
0: H- Walksic a lot, right? He, was, he yeah. was looking monstrous. He was back to that land form that uh, I think Henry paid for. You know what I mean? That was. Uh that was some <laughs> some really good form out of Waxick. Unfortunately, we we haven't like what what that team has shown is Woxik and Centares can both be on form at the same time. They're very dangerous. Even Major was given it some in some. Of I was going to say I was super time. impressed
1: with Major in, yeah. in some of his games. That I, was I, good.
0: I enjoyed watching them. I'm excited for the future of that team. Now they got a real in game leader in the mix.
2: So they they could have they should have probably made the playoffs. Like they lost some of the games early on, even the game against Furia Right, there were, there were so many like basic mistakes they were making and so on. Uh, so the, they're pretty decent. I think they're better now with this roster than the, the old one. It was it was
1: it was funny when we did the when the playoff draw happened on air. It, Matt and I were talking with Yekinder at the uh, at the at the casting desk, and right before we kind of went went live, he like turned to me and he was like, "Hey, if we had a." If we had lost this series, would we still have gone through? And I was like, no, bro. Like, you would have been fucking knocked, knocked out. Like, you would have been done. And he was like, holy shit. Because they, yeah. they actually didn't, they actually had no idea that they were actually like playing for their life there because there were some eventualities so they didn't realize it until like 20 minutes after the game even nitro asked me later the night like he still didn't know he was like so we would have been eliminated if we didn't win that game and i was like yeah dude that was that was like tournament life on the line well, there
2: it's brilliant the players don't
0: know what they're playing no for. but that's a good thing probably a good thing they didn't know right because i think at the start of the night they could have yeah, gotten sure, through sure. with a, it's a with, good thing come on man at least they didn't have to worry about any more liquid choke pressure going on there maybe they would have choked if they had known that was the case yeah
2: just, just make them unaware of what the stakes <laughs> are so they don't like <laughs> so that's a great I way to go about it I some of the players it. are like
0: that Yank. I remember talking to flusher in the past about formats he's like I just play I was like yeah, yeah, okay, yeah but
2: Flasher is a baller like Yeah, Yeah, true. he's
0: he's a special case two consecutive (laughs) groups where the final day really mattered right? we had this with group C and then we had it with group D I wish we could have had that competitive uh, level for group A and group B so that they all could have been like that I still want some tweaks to the format going forward but I think that's going to be possible look I know that not everybody loves round robin but I prefer round robin than another Swiss stage because the majors already having two back-to-back Swiss stages is like a lot and then I don't want to have like fucking uh, 32 team pro league with diluted uh, teams making Swiss, you know, seem even like a bigger waste of time. I think that like these tournaments for where they are, and I made this argument as well for the blast format, for some reason it didn't stick with me as well the second time around as it did at the start of this year. But I thought that it was like, okay, so this is good. We get like a kind of a soft opening for some of these teams. Now I realized the soft opening in a competitive sense when they're presenting things like they're basically grand finals and they're not, that's I think where I start taking issues. If we were going to be honest about what the format is and what's involved and everything, then I would be okay with it. It's like with this format here, I'm okay with the fact of saying, hey, look, these teams, for the lower teams, like the 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 FTWs, the MIBRs, whatever, they're getting five best of three officials here in a in a group stage in an environment that's gonna help them as a team a lot. For the other names, we're getting to see vitality go up against a Fnatic, an Avius, Spirit, and an NIP. They're all exciting games to see how they mesh with each other. We don't normally get to see that at events, right? Because teams are broken up into the little brackets. The matchups you want to see you might not happen. Here you get five matchups. If the quality of teams was maybe a little bit better overall, we had an OG in the mix we had a you know another name that we're missing in the mix then maybe it would be all right but I know that I'm not going to win over the audience everybody hates round Robin
2: I'm, yeah I'm sad I, I think, like I
1: like round Robin every once in a while I think it's just good to have different formats that that break things up I think we can put league. our
2: heads together and come up with something better you don't want to have <clears throat> a game in which if Cloud9 actually had to play for something there's a good chance they beat liquid and then eternal Fires in the playoffs right so it's like those scenarios are kind that you want to avoid and sure of course you always can say yeah but it's their fault that you know their their fate was in someone else's hands to begin with if they want more games they will have that problem sure but again yeah yeah but looking at the bracket I also like how you kinder when you interview them at the end uh, Jason was like oh there's no such thing as an easier and more difficult yes there actually really is you have the most easiest path you could possibly have yeah. like up until I, I, the semifinals, so you know just say thank you and move on
1: i think he's just he was he was definitely trying to trying to avoid just saying something something bad like by by, being, by taking that angle to it i mean i even did say like yeah whatever you, you say that but is there a different place on this bracket you'd rather fucking be than fanatic yeah. in the round of 12 and miles in the quarters like no of course there's not
0: but let, let's look at this right because it's 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 on paper as to why we think one side of the bracket's more stacked than the other, right? I think we all think that uh, Heroic, Na'Vi, G2, Vitality, and then even somewhat Fury and Outsiders, there's a really good mix of teams there who go toe-to-toe, and you can get banger games out of every single one of those matchups, right? On the other side, we look at Complexity as a bit weaker. The fact that they got through was one of the biggest upsets we've had uh, of, of all the groups. Fnatic is still starting to, to warm on people. Are they going to be any good or not? And Liquid... Uh, I think from from the message I was getting from you guys earlier is they're being painted as a bit of a weaker team at the moment alongside of mounts here, right? Fnatic
2: because is favored for me in that matchup. Against Liquid? Yes. No, really? Yes. Fnatic played Group A. They did well. They had three weeks to practice. Liquid has no time to change anything. They just have one day and they're playing tomorrow the first game. So they have like... One, today is all they have and they have media today as well. So Fnatic has that edge as well and liquid hasn't been playing all that great in general so I'm gonna pick Fnatic to win tomorrow
0: I think when you think about the fact vertigo is in the mix here as well um I think this new Fnatic team actually pretty good on vertigo it was clear weakness for uh for liquid so that's gonna be a map that they're probably gonna have to work on uh in, in this in this downtime between the between while well, they're doing media now and then playing tomorrow first game so I and I am also kind of leading to Fnatic here to
2: be completely honest with you and looking at this bracket okay. like you know obviously the top of the bracket is phase complexity and I think phase wins the Grand Slam here big with the way how the bracket is set up for you them think right they get like, past cloud
0: nine you think it's they get past context? cloud
2: nine yes because like they lost to them in Dallas yeah. right after the major they didn't even have that much time to practice. And obviously, like, just, you know, after being the major and going to an event like Dallas, yes, you're playing still to win, of course, and everything. But you know how it is. And and that was a close series. And other than that series, FaZe had cloud nine, you know, like, they, they have the advantage in that matchup. Even when, when FaZe was, like, not doing great last year, they still managed to beat them in Cologne in 2021. So yeah, and then in the semi-final, they can get Mouse, Fanatic or Liquid. I mean, again, massive advantage for FaZe, whoever it is coming up uh, on the other side, especially considering it's a semi-final, there's going to be at least some crowd and everything, right? That also plays to their advantage. Then in the grand final, best of five, you know, Navi is the one who can give him a, a, a hard time in that sort of a scenario. But to be honest, I have some feeling that Navi is not going to be in the final. They're going to lose to someone along the way. I think they'll lose it,
0: to. They have a gauntlet to run here, potentially. Yeah, that it's going to be like, losing
2: to any of these pit stops. It can be Heroic, G2, or it can be Vitality or Outsiders. Outsiders yeah. have been playing great, man. Like, they have a good chance of being in that semifinal as well, beating Furia and then Vitality in the quarterfinals. So, yeah, I, I'm not super convinced about Navi. I think they're still favored in that bracket, but. Uh, if they get to a best of five they, five, they can be another good game like Cologne, but if it's anyone else, FaZe wins because really? no one else yeah. has the deep map pool Yeah. Uh, as much as FaZe has at this moment, right? G2 and Vitality, as they've been playing better and they look good in the groups, uh, both teams being 5 and 0 in groups, right? But their map pool isn't as deep against FaZe. I feel like it would really have to be, you know, their day to beat FaZe in a best of five, so... Yeah, I think that's it. Can we just wrap it up and <laughs> give it the money and give the gold bars and go home? Dude,
1: I, I, I got to say, I think it would be the worst thing if FaZe won the Grand Slam at yeah, this event. Yeah, but it's going it to happen. It would be the worst. It would be the worst. No, it, it, can't. The only, it can't. The
0: only team that I think stops them on that side of the bracket is Cloud9. And I think Cloud9 played some really tidy Counter-Strike here uh, over this group. And I think the fact that they're warm is also a positive for them. Uh, I, I agree with the sentiment yanko had earlier whereas if they were the ones playing against complexity and then went straight into phase in the quarterfinal and FaZe had played nothing i think that cloud nine could win that but i think now that the context of phase has a game to get underway a bit of a warm-up uh to get all the cobwebs off they have phase are the most, mo- they, the most motivated team here like the most motivated team in this event is phase because not only do they want to win the trophy they also which everybody else wants to do wanna win the grand they want to win the grand slam and you know like
1: how many more events do they have if they miss it here like I think they have three or f- more four more have like
2: five they right? have plenty four or five heaps I think. so it's not it's not the end of the world here. I mean the last one this year after pro league is
0: the major there's no more yeah, chances yeah. for them until next so then year So Katowice would be the next one you'd yeah. love to already be halfway there like they could already they could win here win the major win Katowice already be halfway to their next <laughs> mill right so just All <ever>. <laughs> but uh, look, calm down i i am curious about this cloud nine matchup against uh against phase right because i i sit here and i look at it and i go okay well we know that Vertigo's going to go phase are not going to be playing that and there's not going to be any nuke so n- this the strength of nuke is gone for phase and well vertigo is a non-issue within itself and then you look across the map pool it looks like there's been a lot of um a lot of Inferno played by Cloud9 but they're getting picked against it which is giving them good practice on the map there's still some things which they're doing which I think could be taken advantage of Dust2 might crop up in that series Mirage might crop up in that series so that could be a I don't know I think or maybe pass. both teams will stay yeah
2: yeah or pass pick for Cloud9 I mean it, they tried it numerous times and you know they've they've lost it uh, once they've won it two times but that we have to go to 2021 to look at you know the times that they won but yeah, not, not many options for them. You know, potentially Ancient. Like, it has to be... If, if Cloud9 is going to be a contender, their three best maps have to be vertical Overpass, Ancient. like, okay. And they always have to pick one of the three in series. And then against other teams who might be more like Mirage, Dust2, which they are decent on. They need to have a good level. And Inferno was their weak map way back. But, you know, they've got pretty good on it as well. So... I feel like that's the way to go. You can't be picking Dust Two and and Mirage, you know, if you're if you're Cloud Nine. You have to play those like kind of maps because what what made them really good was the fact that there's three maps for Overpass, Vertical, Train, and there wasn't a single team that wouldn't either veto one of the maps and wasn't great on the other of the three, right? So they would always have that sort of a advantage when it came to the map veto.
0: Okay, I. I, this is my bracket boys I just filled it out on HOTV, right so I've gone phase over complexity and then in that quarterfinal I've got phase over cloud nine then uh, in the lower half of that I've got fanatic over liquid then I have mouse over fanatic then I have phase over mouse so phase to the grand final then I've got navi over heroic and outsiders over furia g2 over navi this is where Justin comes into play uh, <laughs> vitality over outsiders and then G2 versus Vitality because I think that'd be a fucking sick semi-final I think that'd be really that, that would be an
3: awesome semi-final
0: and then G2 through to the final to play phase and give the rematch of the
2: Katowice uh, uh, final we had <laughs> earlier this year obviously with slightly different And races. potentially being able to get another 100k for denying them the Grand Slam
0: yeah it's a bit more of like a storyline driven one than it is like a hardcore analysis I literally just filled this out yeah. right now I because I I'm gonna be honest I we've seen a lot of these teams but I can't peg where i would put them i'm having a hard time like i was thinking okay power ranking of all of them well it would still be phase then navi then after that it's 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 still very murky like cloud nine would be in that conversation heroic showed better form g2 showed really good form but was it just group stage form vitality looked nice uh you know furia can be explosive meaning they're threatening to anybody outsiders showed that flit is fucking mega legit and if he's playing well and a couple of the other pieces come online then they can be still very dangerous like I could make a case for a lot of these names here, right? Mao's are extremely default heavy. If they can just like sit sit with their system and pull off rounds, then aggressive maneuvers from like Nickodas with the AWP, he gets caught out. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I could build a case for a lot of stuff here. So yeah. it's, it's it's blind predictions in a way, but it's exciting that it's it's it doesn't feel super clear cut.
1: Yeah, which is which is great. I know that Furia uh, that Furia Outsiders is like sneakily. I feel like it's one of the best matchups in that in that round of twelve portion of it. Well, maybe not that sneaky, because I guess the only one you maybe put above it is Heroic Navi. But I think that bottom half of the bracket is way more interesting. I still think Ting Lipwood's going to beat Fnatic. I think they're going to have a tough time against Mouse I think that one could go either way, but I think it's really hard to see anyone coming out of that side of the bracket into the grand final other than, other than FaZe. Um, Cloud9 matchup will be absolutely sick in the quarterfinals, so we'll know early on. I gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Furia to beat outsiders. I okay. think Vitality beats Furia. G two is gonna beat I think Navi's still gonna beat heroic in that round of twelve. I think uh, G two Navi will be a banger. I think I would predict I would predict G two to come out of that as well. Just I think that one is more like kinda of like you like storyline, but like more just like hopeful that G two is gonna finally live That's up to what we all know on. they can be. Yeah, like more than anything. And I and I still I still very much more than like I think any other individual player in the scene right now, I really wanna see Nico have great success like i like i really want to see nico actually do some awesome things and, and go on and win a major at some point so um i'm, I'm really kind of in some way emotionally pulling for g2 i think vitality is going to be g2 in the semi-final i think we'll have that that vitality phase grand final
2: mm. <laughs> i wanted to do so well i, mean, I, I know that. i know
1: but when i got to the semifinals, i couldn't i couldn't carry it right, on any so, longer
2: well as i said for rapper i have phase you know, going all the way in that bracket, Fnatic beats Liquid. That Fnatic mouse, I'm not so sure, you know, uh, I, I you was not the crazy. mouse Mouse train for most of the games, right? But uh, in that one, I think that's a 50-50 for me between uh, Fnatic and, and mouse. But for the sake of the prediction, let's go with Fnatic because they have a little bit more experience uh, on that roster and then them losing to FaZe. And then down below, I have Na'Vi beating Heroic. I have Outsiders beating Furia. I have Na'Vi beating G2. I have outsiders beating vitality oh and then i have Ooh. then i have navi who is it navi outsiders yeah, yeah that's where i want to go with outsiders again because i as i said i don't feel like navi can go all the way outside but, phase but final. i but i can't have outsiders Ooh. there i'm gonna have i'm gonna go with navi beating outsiders as well and navi phase final again because even though navi hasn't looked amazing like they're the first team to make the playoffs with a two three score uh, in Pro League, but that's only, you know, simple playing a little bit underwhelming and, you know, I, I just don't think, I think that event was a little bit of a, that group was a little bit of a weird one, an outlier for them, you know, they lost to endpoint man, like that, that's one of their losses, yeah. so, and that was a dominant loss as well, so that was just a, a strange thing, I think Navi, especially having three weeks to just chill a little bit, players to relax, get back to practice, Uh, Get things done. I think blade is gonna have them in in good shape for for these uh, Playoffs and I think they're back in the grand final I don't know
1: if I'm I don't know if I'm reading too much into things But does it feel to either one of you like Navi has like some kind of like I mean Well, they've been playing this whole year with the distraction But it feels like it's really like starting to bubble over now and maybe it's just because of that's happening in the real world again yeah and and maybe too it's because simple's uh, the controversy around simple with the charity event that he was streaming and now the mold and i'm just like it feels like every it feels like and i mean simple's really the only public player on that team but it feels like there's like the the emotional like the focus is unraveling a little bit with everything that's going on hey he got um, to see his
2: mom so i think he's gonna be super happy about that so that yeah he's gonna kill everyone <laughs> my, my, saw I, my mom I don't for don't the first that.
1: time and she told me to destroy all of you
0: I, I, it's, it's definitely a conversation at the moment. I'm seeing it popping up on like threads and the forums. So obviously that type of stuff, anything goes there. So it's not like it, it but people are talking about Simple's current form, right? But the, the player who we normally don't worry about his form is Simple. Right? We're, we're not yeah. worried about his form we know that he's going to show up when the games matter so until we're given uh, a reason to think otherwise you have to go in thinking that he's going to be on form but i don't know it does feel like there is just something a little bit off at navi when whether that is the results of the group stage or it's the the drama that has followed since which has really nothing to do with the team itself uh i guess we we're going to find out but i yeah. think that there's a lot of teams here that are being i don't know if they're being like slept on but i think that It seems pretty close to me, but we're going to find out how close it really is. I think we're going to get a a good indication of how far some of these teams are from the big names because the groups can be misleading with some of the results. Um, So this will be a great opportunity to kind of be be an appetizer before we get to the RMRs, which are going to then be the appetizer for the major. Um, But this is still the on-ramp to that for a lot of these names, right? If you're like a fanatic or if you're like a... I don't know even if you're mouse i still think just making sure you get that mo- major qualification is still going to be the, of the utmost important this is just another step on that path and with that being next week you want to make sure that you're not left with too much of a sour taste in your mouth here you don't want to get blown out in any of these series i would imagine so yeah. just being and, and i think that's maybe why we might see some some real competitive matchups throughout the entirety of this bracket it looks like a lot of the games other than phase complexity should be should be really good games um, so I'm excited. I, it's really hard though. I know it's not like, I, today's the, the prep day, right? Today's the day where we sit there and we go look at all the stats and we see what worked for this team, what didn't work for this team, what maps we might be seeing and stuff. So I wanna go and do a bit deeper analysis for a lot of these things before I sit and have my full picks. These are just off the top of my head, how I kind of am feeling about it right now. Um, and I don't think my deep analysis is gonna change too much about it, but I'd definitely see like where the map pools are gonna end up and shit. Um, Gentlemen, I was just having a look. Now, this is just coincidence because I was I was uh, snooping around HLTV. I went and looked at the Blast Showdown, right? Man, the qualifiers for that have gone horribly wrong for the European side of things, right? Th- these are the teams who didn't make it from these qualifiers. Mouse didn't make it from the qualifier that they were in. Eternal Fire did, right? Then you had... Uh, who did we have in this? We had Fnatic in a qualifier with teams like Sangal, LDLC, Pact... A bunch of unknown names, really, and Fnatic didn't make it. SunGale did. Then in the then the Nordic qualifier, Ents were in there, uh, and they didn't make it. Ecstatic made it out of out of all the names. Like you had like Havu in there and all that kind of shit. And Ents d- didn't make it. They didn't even make it to the grand final. Like the big names that entered these qualifiers to qualify for Blast didn't make it. So the Blast showdown teams now are the four partner names: Astralis, Vitality, Heroic, Big. And then the four contending teams are Eternal Fire, Sangal, Ecstatic, and Tyloo. What the fuck?
3: Yeah, for that, <laughs> it's, like it's, it's not... <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's someone like contrast, chime in, please. Yeah.
0: No, but like, isn't it quite a contrast? Like Eternal Fire, Tyloo, Sangal, Ecstatic, and there's one spot, and there's the four partner teams, Astralis, Vitality, Heroic,
2: Big. It's like, wow, there's
0: quite yeah, a... There's- I mean, Blast
2: is loving it. It it makes it a higher chance that you know Astralis or Heroic are gonna get that spot, which is obviously what they would like with the event being in Copenhagen. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Ants won, and and probably Fnatic is also the big one, considering like in that qualifier that they played. You know, L D L C was there, which is like who even plays for L D L C now? It's only Yeah, yeah, but it's like it, it was really the the level of teams. It felt like there should be a walk in the park for Fnatic. I mean, they were they ranked 18th and then the next highest ranked team after them is sangal qualified and they were ranked 50th and yeah. finally lost to them uh, 2-1 in the semi-final right so that that was pretty strange but uh, yeah i mean it is what it is tough luck. but yeah the, the,
1: those qualifiers are all online as well right like that's that's oh, another yeah. part of things so yeah, oh, yeah. don't you worry Could about weird weird that mate. results
0: <laughs> all right um well jason i know you have to go to media shortly how yeah, long I have
1: left? Eight, I had makeup eight minutes
0: ago, I think. Oh yeah, right, so we, a, leave, uh, at the bar.
2: we leave the power. <laughs> we leave the power ranking for it's after the the, uh,
0: Yeah, do it. We'll do it next next Monday. Yeah, before the RMs, because it'll be more. It'll be it'll be more okay. pointed then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool.
2: Everyone happy with this? Yeah, yeah,
1: I think I think that's a big GG. Yeah, right.
2: I like how Jason's like voice just lit up when he heard makeup is at the bar. So. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> can That's I have like a powder. shot of
1: tequila with my powder? And then wait—is media day? Is yeah. it in the same hallway? That room same
0: 108, hallway. Room one o eight. for your single interview, which will be the first piece of media that you'll be conducting. And then when you go into the team-based stuff, as in,
1: as in, like room one o eight, like actual room, hotel room one o eight.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the team-based media that you will be doing will be in that hallway in the same place. There's a double setup. It'll be you sitting next to uh, a player from Vitality and a player from G2, I believe. Later Beautiful.
1: It's a good thing that you're in charge of Media Day because otherwise I wouldn't have had this information.
0: Yeah, well, uh, at this point, we're going to be integrated in the whole company soon, Jason. Don't you worry about that. We'll have a few more calls. And uh, I'm turning Audacity off in three, two, one. Goodbye.